0: Okay. We well, thank everyone for joining. Um, we're discussing the mida of cast of anger. Um, probably no more important mida to work on in our relationship with others, especially Merzah relevant to marriage and parenting it is the mida of, of Kas. If we get angry every time, uh, our husband, our children, do something wrong, um, things are going to be very difficult for ourselves and, and for those around us. Um, you know, even, even if a person doesn't, we spoke last week about the damage of a person could say things that are hurtful, painful uh, to others when they're angry, um, but even if a person doesn't say anything um, when they're angry, just the fact the person is angry is already harmful. Harmful to others because people sense, people sense you're angry. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, it's not exactly the same thing, but sometimes I'm pulling out of a, of a tight spot um, in, in the community. And some people, you know, I see the car in front of me, not like I'm gonna try to hit anyone's car, but some cars, you know, you know, you know belongs to and you know that person is not the type of person that's going to get uh, upset. He's not gonna get a bent out of shape, pardon the pun, if you would, if you would touch his car. And another person, uh, you, you, you don't feel so comfortable. Um, and w- when you live with someone who, who has anger issues, who gets angry, even if they don't say anything, you, you're going to be always nervous, always concerned. You're gonna do the wrong thing. You're under stress. You know, those of us, uh, parents are always getting angry. So we're under that stress and it's not fun to live with such people. Uh, we don't wanna be that person. We don't wanna be that person that's causing, we don't wanna be that person that's causing that stress on, on other people, that other people are, our children, our husband, they're always under that pressure that if they do something wrong, uh, we're, gonna get, we're gonna get angry at them. So it's not even even what you're saying, just, just your facial expressions, just your feelings um, have an impact. And the, the person that loses the most, the person that loses the most from, from anger is the person, is the person themself. Uh The Gemara says in the Dharim, kol hakayes, anyone that gets angry, kol mini Gehenim shaltimbo, all types of Gehenim, control, Rule over the person. And the Rush explains, it doesn't mean the person's gonna get Gehenna after 120. The Gemara is saying, you know, obviously there could be punishment, but the Rush it explains the Gemara that a person who gets angry, he lives a Gehenna, he lives the suffering of Gehenna in this world. The person suffers so much from their own anger. Uh, you're, you're in traffic. Um, if you become frustrated, you become angry, it's a very painful experience. If you're calm, if you take it a good stride, then it's not so painful, you're in an air-conditioned, heated car, it's not so pa- painful. The anger itself is what gives us so much pain in life. Think about most situations, obviously there are times where we can be insulted and whatnot, but most of the pain, a lot of the pain that we suffer is from our own anger. The anger is painful. Being in a state of anger is painful. And what a gift it is to ourselves, what a gift it is to others if we can learn to work on our to work on our anger. What a, what a gift it is. It is a life-changing, life-changing to work on for ourselves and for our families, to work on our anger. Some people think maybe people that don't learn Musr, they don't understand that it's in their control people that don't understand it's in their control, so therefore they live life, okay, he got me angry, she got me angry, it's, it's his fault I'm angry, there's no taking responsibility uh, for our anger. When we get angry, regardless of the fact that someone maybe did something wrong, we have to take responsibility and say, yes, they did something wrong, yes, they did something wrong, but, but it doesn't really excuse my my anger. Uh, I have to take responsibility for my anger. So, how do we how do we work how to work on controlling our anger? How do we work on overcoming our anger? So, in general, with, with all midos, including anger, is to really try to think through what's going on and try to find a perspective. Try to find an outlook that can calm us down. Um, you know that's that's really what this sefer is is primarily based on. Um, the sefer is primarily based on uh, a lot based on my own experiences of what thoughts, what chaza, what perspectives help me. Um, not all of the perspectives, not all the thoughts can help you. You can come up with your own ideas. One of the one of the well known ideas that help a person could help a person with anger is the idea from the sefer Achenach, famous idea from the sefer Achenach, by the midst of Nakama, Reish Me'am Aleph, the Chinook writes that the reason why the Torah says that one is not allowed to take revenge is because the person has to understand that everything that happens is from Hashem. By taking revenge against the person, that shows that you feel that that person is responsible for whatever happened to you, and if not for that person, this would not have happened. If the person has a muna, the Chinook says, the person has a muna, that everything is from HaKadosh Baruch, everything is from Hashem, so that helps mitigate, it helps lessen the anger at that person because whatever experience, whatever suffering I'm going through, is from Hashem, and that helps take away, take away the anger. Another idea um, that helps that helps for anger, um, this idea helps helps me a lot is the idea that understanding um, that the other person has a shortcoming the other person has a flaw that led to do whatever they did and we have to try to understand that we we have flaws that we're not we're not perfect and we make mistakes and the more a person realizes that they make mistakes they do things wrong that helps a lot for a person not to be angry i'm angry at that person that they they made this they said this they said that the person understands, I also make mistakes. I think Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, famous Gemara, maybe the most powerful key to our, our place in, in Olam Hav, in the next world. Someone who overcomes his midos, someone who's forgiving of others, HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgives them. After 120, uh, we all understand that if Hashem is exact with us, and Hashem holds us responsible for every last thing, every time we spaced out during davening, every time we waste, every time we did something we shouldn't have done. Hashem's going to hold us responsible. We are going to, we're in deep trouble. But Chazal tells us there's a off, there's a way to earn, earn forgiveness. And that is that we are forgiving our, of other people. And the more we can be forgiving of other people, even when they don't have such a good excuse, the more Hakadosh Baruch can forgive us, even when we don't have such a great excuse. So, the understanding, the idea that I make mistakes, I do things wrong against Hashem, I do things wrong against other people. So, let me be forgiving of the next person, and that's the way I want Hashem to forgive me. I find I find personally is a is a very very helpful a helpful um, helpful tool. Just to go over, um, I want to go over this, this we use to explain how anger, Mr. Um, will speak out more ideas about what we can do to, to overcome anger. But when I, anger has a, a ripple effect, um, ripple effect, anger leads to, to a lot of problems. So the, the example we use in the safer is uh, um, just to show how one thing leads to another, uh, the danger of anger is that, um, so uh, a, husband, a husband offers his wife that he'll do, the, he'll do the shopping, he'll do the grocery shopping this week and his wife is appreciative and he goes to the store and he has a, has a shopping list and he's careful. He uh, you know, makes sure to get everything, crosses off the list as he buys the things and he comes home schlepping all the groceries and after his wife, after they unpack, his wife unpacks the groceries. She asks him, "So where are the uh, where are the cucumbers? Did you buy cucumbers?" He says no. Oh, oh, I'm, whoops. He pulls out the piece of paper. He pulls out the crumpled piece of paper from his uh, from his pocket, like, "Oh, it was stuck somewhere between the uh, tomatoes and onions. He didn't he didn't notice it." His wife gets upset. Says, "Like." I need the cucumbers. I make a cucumber salad for Shabbos. We're having guests. I knew I shouldn't have sent you. It would have been easier for me to go myself. Uh, it would be easier for go myself. It, why did why, why, why I send you to go? You, you, always, you always mess things up, you know? So she becomes upset. What do you think? How do you think the husband's gonna respond? Again, we're dealing with two people that have no uh, development of, of, of midos. So he, of course, becomes angry. Well. I did you. I, I was ha- trying to help you. Okay. Big deal. We could live without the cucumber salad. I'll go tomorrow. I'll go, to, I'll go back tonight. Like, like what's the big deal? Just cucumber salad. We could skip it. You wouldn't getting so angry at me. You don't have any appreciation for me, which of course is going to come back with a response. I don't have appreciation for you. You don't have any appreciation for me and a little small incident, a mistake, some anger, some anger back, um, can turn into a into a big fight. Um, you know, it's not an exaggeration. This is this is how things go. You know, a little thing, a little anger, a little insult, two people who are not working on themselves and uh, don't have control over their anger. Um, it becomes a big fight. We'll talk about Emetz Hashem another week. The you know apologizing and, and coming down from a fight. But if if both of them do not have good meadows, then it's it's all. It's all over. So, what, what could have happened? What could have happened? What could have happened? Could have happened is the wife who had control of her anger. Maybe she would be upset. Maybe she is upset that, that there're no cucumbers, but she remembers. Um, she remembers that's not that's not the right thing to do to get angry. So she can. So she controls herself. She controls herself. She says, "Okay, you know, we'll have to manage. Maybe you can go back." the store, but she, she won't, she won't, she won't, she won't become angry or at the very best, least she won't, she won't give it to her husband. She won't insult him or if she does get angry and the husband uh, has better me then the husband will, won't respond back, won't respond back with anger, won't, won't insult back, apologize. I'm sorry. I forgot the cucumbers. I'll try to go back. I know I messed up. But this takes a lot of midos, you know, now when we're sitting uh, around learning Musser, it's, it's easy to, to, to laugh and think, oh, like, what's the big deal? So, uh, so you forgot something, you know, what's the big deal that you get upset? So let him let him apologize and move on. But the bottom line is, as you, you probably know, with your interactions with, with other people, especially family members, uh, in the heat of the moment, um, it's not so easy. It's not so easy. And this takes this takes a lot of work, but it saves it saves so much machlaikas. So much machlaikas. Machlaikis is a love. So <laughs> you should not be like Karach. it saves it saves so much machlaikas. It so it saves so much aggravation, so much pain, so much hurt for both parties and for everybody involved. If we learn to to control, we can learn to control our anger. Um, one of the important important ideas in cases in, in, in and anger is dealing with insult, dealing with like the situation we gave where somebody's upset at you, or somebody and somebody hurts you, or somebody says something you don't like. I want to go over an idea you may have heard before, um, but it's such a powerful, it's such a powerful idea. The Mishnah says the Mishnah says in Perky um, I didn't find anything better for my body than, than silence and the Chida asks an obvious question, what does the mishnah mean I didn't find anything better for my body than silence, you should have said I didn't find anything better for my neshama, for my soul you don't say Lashon you don't say hurtful comments, what does it mean it's the best thing for my body so the Chida answers based on an incredible Ramak or Moshe Kadavira the author of the Timer Dvaira, the Ramak says that a pers- every person has averos, ain't tzadik ba'aretz there's no tzadik in this world that doesn't sin. And every person has averos and every person needs some type of atonement. And the Chidas says, you know, however, there's one type of atonement, one type of kapara, that if a person does this, he doesn't need to fast, he doesn't need to suffer, he doesn't need financial, emotional, all types of other problems to atone his Averis because this is so powerful. I don't know why. But this is, I'm saying I don't know why, but the Ramak says this is the most powerful cleaning, cleansing of a person's shama is when someone insults you, someone says something hurtful to you, and you're quiet. And furthermore, he says you forgive the person. So you're quiet. I don't know if it's You know, it may take a little time to forgive the person. But if you could be quiet and forgive the person, he says it cleanses you more than anything else. And that's what the Mishnah means. I didn't find anything better for my body than silence. Because if you're not silent, if you answer back, if you insult back, again, sh'tika doesn't have to mean literally you don't talk. Sometimes not talking is not good either. If you apologize, if you stay calm, if you speak respectfully, that's also a sh'tika. But if you, if you stay calm and respectful and you don't answer back with insults, so you're, not, you're saving not only your neshama, you're saving your body, the does says, because then the person will not have to endure all types of other difficulties, all, all types of other suffering that they would have to endure if they don't take advantage of this opportunity. So not easy to keep this in mind, but next time, when somebody says something we don't like, when someone does something we don't like, and we can think in our minds that this is a golden opportunity. This is a golden opportunity to to fulfill this Mishnah. It's an opportunity to fulfill this Mishnah to not to to answer back, not to insult, not to be disrespectful back. So a person fulfills that, it's a great as And the person really has done you a great favor. After 120, we're gonna be thanking thanking these people for insulting us, thanking these people for giving us difficulty because they saving us or cleaning cleaning our neshama in an incredible, incredible way. I want to share with you another pshat in this mishnah. I didn't write it. Didn't write it in the English sefer or the Hebrew sefer. It's a beautiful pshat um, from Ramosha Aaron Stern, as it's out, uh, in his sefer by Manucha. I heard this over from Rav Finkelman a while ago. He said another pshat, which really encapsulates everything we've been discussing tonight. He's, Rav Moshe Aaron Stern Satsal, says a story. He says a woman came to him and she was crying and crying and crying. She was unconsolable. And Rav, Rav Stern asked her what's, what's wrong. And she said, she's a widow. She lost her husband and he tries calming her down. And she keeps on crying, keeps on crying, and finally she says, I'm not just crying. I'm not just crying I lost my husband, but I'm crying over what happened. She said that my husband and I, we would fight, we would fight a lot, we would fight a lot. And my husband did, you know, had a heart condition and he ended up passing away from a heart attack or some other heart failure. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that my fighting with my husband contributed to his death. And I can't, I can't forgive myself. I'm very, very broken. I'm very broken that if I could have just overcame my, my midos, if I would have kept calm, my husband would have not passed away uh, early as he did. And of Moshe Aron Stern, that's a shot in the Mishnah. I didn't find anything better for my body than silence. When a person is not silent, when the person engages back, somebody says something you don't like, does something you don't like, and you engage in a fight, you're not only hurting your neshama, you're not only hurting your aylam haba, you're hurting your aylam haza. It causes so much pain for yourself. And that's what the Mishra is saying, the best thing for you. The best thing for you is to disengage from the argument, from the fight. The best thing for you is to not respond in kind. That's a Moshe and Stern's beautiful pshat in the Mishnah. And both, of course, both are true. Like the Chidas pshat, there's nothing that cleanses a person from, from, from his averas, sparing him the need for other suffering, you know, than, than keeping quiet. And in Moshe Aaron Stern's shot that there's nothing just practically better for you, for your family, for your life, to learn how to master the shtika, which of course involves mastering um, kas, mastering anger. And it's something we really, really need to work on. It's not enough, like we said, that you don't scream at people, you, you know, a girl, a guy it says, oh, I can get married, I'll have no problems because I never fight with my roommates, but... If it's not enough that you don't fight with your roommates, if you're walking around with anger at people, uh, even if you don't express it, um, chances are it's gonna play out and it's gonna cause harm in marriage, in raising raising a family. So you wanna work on yourself that inside yourself, you can learn how to calm yourself down, find thoughts, find tools. Um, We'll speak a little bit more about tools, but find tools to calm yourself down, to look at things in a way that, that can calm you down. Um, it's, it's a critical, critical mida, maybe I think the most critical mida probably in, in our interactions with others is, is the mida of, of caste. Um We'll take any questions if there are. Um, let's say they insult you and you keep quiet, you know, the insult, they know they insult people, you mean they insult other people. I don't know I don't know if it's your responsibility to fix them. I mean, there is a mitzvah of Um you have to know if it'll be helpful. If it'll be helpful to, to speak to them, if it'll be helpful to tell them that they're hurting people, maybe they don't realize they make jokes that hurt people, then you probably should probably should speak to them. If they're just you know outright malicious, you know, angry people. Um, and you don't feel it'll be helpful, then I don't know if you have to you have to tell the person, you know. Um, so you know, if you're there, if you're there when they insult somebody, I think then there's definitely more of an obligation to defend defend the person and not just sit there when someone else is being hurt uh, in front of you. Have um, any other questions on anger or any other question you want? you have a, have a question from the audience over here? What? We were, oh, oh we're done. We're done, Baruch Hashem. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you, everyone, for uh, contributing to the Safer, Baruch Hashem. We are, uh, we, someone, so we got a generous sponsor to, to fill in what we were missing, so, or most of it, so we're good, so nobody... Nobody should donate Nobody should donate anymore. I think we're, I think we're covered. Thank you all those that um, contributed. Um, so, Amir HaShem probably come out before, Olam come out before Um Okay. So thank you everyone for joining and um, keep working on our mitos. Have a great, have a great night. Thank you so much. Welcome.